0: They were general knowledge questions and I made sure that on the day before I went to the, the judging that I'd looked at the courier mall and had a look at what the headings were so that I wasn't going to be caught out.
1: Welcome to the first episode of Beyond the Crown, Sputnik and the Festival Queen. The first artificial Earth satellite in the world has now been created. This first satellite... Was today successfully launched in the USSR? It's 1957. The Russians have launched Sputnik into space. Little did Dorothy Papagallo know that Sputnik would help her become crowned as the queen of the Apple Blossom Festival in Stanthorpe. A ballandine gal, Dorothy helped her family grow stone fruit, vegetables, and apples. I went on to have a career in the city with the company we now know as Telstra. Come meet Dorothy and hear about a forgotten time of telephone exchanges, stone fruit orchards and apple blossom festivals. This is Lou Bromley for Beyond the Crown and I'm meeting the 1957 apple blossom queen.
0: How are you today, Dorothy? I'm very, very well, thank you, Lou. And it's a pleasure to meet you and talk about the old times. Now, Dorothy, your last name's
1: Papagallo, and the Papagallos were one of the Italian families that settled in Ballandine. Correct.
0: Tell us about the farm that you guys ran. Well, it was just over the Accommodation Creek. We used to always say to people, first turn to the left, at, at over the Accommodation Creek bridge, and that was our farm, mainly fruit and grapes was fruit grapes but very few vegetables. We had few apples and pears, but our livelihood didn't depend on that. It was mostly grapes. And, and that was white grapes yep. and black grapes. White the white And grapes, they were table
1: grapes too. Yes, not they were the and
0: cross with the white and the black were muskets. And they were the marketable they were the ones you'd send to market. Yep. They didn't want anything else other than those varieties. But other, what other varieties were you guys growing? Um well, casually, there would have been Isabella Grapes, there would have been, uh, probably, the, probably all. oh, a Savants and- The PCs? And the PCs, they were just all casual. But for the non-farmers out there, what's a PC? Purple Cornetian, it's, it's, a, it's a variety of grapes that's been around since ear dot, and it's Purple Cornetian.
1: If you had a favorite grape that you grew,
0: which one was it? Mustards. Ah, you didn't even pause then. Muskets are delicious. It's beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. And during a good season, which is a season that gives you the right amount of rain and the right amount of sunshine, the muskets get very sweet. If they don't and there's not, say there's too much rain, well, they don't, that sweetness doesn't stay. It's lost. Yep. And they get quite bland. I want to go back to
1: 19... I'm going to say 1956 and 1957. 56. Well, 56... Because you just came off, you know, that Apple Blossom Festival. That was always held around October. Always. In time with the apple trees in the blossom. That's right. That's why it was called, Apple
0: Blossom. And why why did you decide to enter the Apple Blossom Quest? I was asked... I was in town one day with a lady called Mrs Barry, and she said to me, Dorothy, would you like to be one of our queens, the apple and grape festival oh no no I said no no there's no (laughs) way the next thing I knew I was a representative (laughs) and what that meant was to be involved in fundraising now to fundraise you had to form your own committee and then you had to decide what functions you would have to raise money so that would make you an entrant and that's what you did in 1957
1: in the lead up to October wasn't it that's correct yeah so when approximately were you an entrant officially? What sort of month in,
0: the, in year? the Oh, I'd say we were, to, we're talking about um, April, May. Yeah, after the picking? After, after the, the picking, yeah. yeah yep. okay. And then the other, because I was I was really Miss Orchardist representing the orchards, a lot of the others, there was Miss Rugby League. A lot. They all had different names. Ray, I don't know what Ray Man was, but they, they all had different names. I was Miss Orchardist. There was only one of every of anything.
1: And is that like the Growers Association now? It's sort of like um, all the growers would have been behind yeah. you as their entrant
0: to help you? Not all of them. Not all of them, all of them. Be, yeah. No, okay. The committee was formed of the ones that, that knew you and they were the local committee, which was the names that... He mentioned Dick DeLuca, Sapupos. Um,
1: yeah, the P- so many Italian families the, around here. Yeah, the Paglieses.
0: Yeah. Yep. the 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 older Italians they were the ones that supported and then there were the others it wasn't just all Italians they they probably wouldn't have known anything about fundraising so the fundraising then was left to the committee so when you say you had a
1: committee how many people about five it's about seven about seven Seven. okay and what
0: was their role was that were they to help you their their role was to decide which function would would raise the most amount of money so that oh, okay. I could be, you know, in there, not not leading, but that I was fit to be, not fit to be one of the queens, but that I had um, that I had funds behind me to, to work yes. as a as yep. a queen. But I wasn't the winner. The the winner of the competition was Miss Rugby League. Do you remember her name? Yes I do. She yep. was Doreen Kelly who's now deceased. She was a Stanthorpe girl. She was um, Miss Rugby yeah. League. There was Val um, Calvesi, there was um, Dawn Eldridge uh, and Lena Gastaldon. Now, that should make about five.
1: And when you say... That Doreen Kelly won as Miss Rugby Lee. She did. She won on the She won fundraising? on, yes, she did. Yeah. She did.
0: But you were crown queen. So how does that work? Do you remember back in the upper Blossom? Probably my fundraising was very minimal, but it would have been mostly on popularity, I'd say. Yep. And personality. You know, the personality you've got to mix with people is a difference. Yes. Like if I'm mixing with you, my personality with you would be totally different to the personality I would display to yeah. someone else Yeah. probably doesn't come out but it did and for me it was it, I was so proud of the fact that I was asked to be an entrant that I did you know, I worked hard
1: yeah and what type of functions did you organize
0: yeah we did um dances barbecues they were mostly the same the same and concerts they were about the, the only things that you could get people to come and attend. There so it was it's
1: really about entertainment, wasn't we it? We yeah.
0: did, entertainment and creating interest in the entertainment to get them to come to the hall yeah. because a lot of these functions were hall-driven. The ones held at Sapopo's was in their, on their farm in a big, I think it was a big farming shed
1: Oh wow. Wow. And when you're talking about the hall, you mean the Balladine School. The Balladines of Arts. Yeah,
0: the Balladine School oh, yeah. of Arts.
1: So with the dancers, did you have a live band? What yes. sort of things would
0: yeah, you expect we, at a dance? Yeah, we had live bands, we had um, there was always supper provided. Oh, wow. The women that were the wives of the committee, they always provided a supper. You never came to a dance anywhere in the country, mind you, anywhere around Stanthorpe, there was always supper. What was supper at your ball? <laughs>
1: You'd
0: got (laughs) Supper, yeah, supper. It was mostly sandwiches and cake. That's all it was. Coffee and tea. But it was perfection for them because how many people would go to a function where that was provided. They didn't.
1: Yeah. yeah. And the concerts too. Yes, we had concerts. Describe the concerts. Where were they held? They were
0: held at the Balladine Hall. Okay, on As the stage. We, on yeah. the stage. And what sort of concerts was this? Classical music, modern music? There was musical things. Uh, there was also theatrical things that people could share and there was a lot of sharing like if if a song came on you'd have to encourage the audience to participate you know you'd sort of yeah okay yeah you'd do that sort of you know like this an old-fashioned sing-along yes that's yeah sounds fantastic yes and then there was always guest artists on the stage too it wasn't just how'd you find them Well, the committee did. The committee, and and, I mean, I was still only very young. I was only 18, I think, at the time. And the committee did the searching. They put everything together. Mm -hmm. And they did everything. They got the bands together. They got the organize the people to provide the suppers and the time and the, you know, it was mostly always at night.
1: And these sort of functions too really did a lot to build
0: community spirit, did. didn't it? It did. Yeah. It did. Yeah. And people could come whether they liked it or not. Some of them would say, oh, no, not again. <laughs> <laughs> but they did. They did. They all came along. Yeah. The actual apple blossom
1: ball take me back there because this is something my generation just never did yes we had school formals we went to dances but it was our variation
0: on that describe to me the apple blossom ball the apple blossom ball was a function that was organized by a committee and it was done in a hall in Stanthorpe, in the saint joseph's hall that was where most of the functions were and from in that you provided the entertainment whether they be singing uh, items, uh, acting items, like monologues, or and dancing. There was dancing as well.
1: Did you have to do, like, oh, an act or sing no. or anything like that no. as an no. entrant? Oh, okay. okay, so
0: that was just the entertainment. No, I, like. I yeah. sure worked, though, you know, like if, when the time came to prepare the the supper, like I made sure that we were helping yep. get the supper ready. I never let, I'd let that let the committee do the whole lot. That was what the the committee was there, but I used to make sure that we could provide a decent supper. And mind you, the supper was always bread, whatever we thought was nice. And the bread had to come out from, had to be fresh. And we'd work real hard. The bread came out on the bus. And we'd get the bread from the bus, and we'd be making sandwiches right through till the till the till the evening. What was
1: some of the best sandwich fillings here? Um, I really want to go back through the five senses, Dorothy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was most, your most of sandwich? the things would be meat. Oh yeah, meat, tomato, cheese. Plain or, or mixed together. It would depend because you had to more or less visualise what the people would like. Yes. If they, if you, if you thought yourself that you'd like a, a tomato sandwich, well, that was fine. We had tomato and cheese. Yeah. If you'd like, say, cheese and. Um, what would be a thing I'd put with cheese? Cheese and tomato, cheese and well, you wouldn't put Vegemite. You never put Vegemite on the sandwiches.
1: That's not supper food. No. That's a breakfast food. That's it.
0: And at the ball itself, did it, was this something? that There was, was always in- fruit salad. Ah, fruit, fruit salad. salad was, that was at the end. That fruit salad came out in great big bowls, and creams and cream in bowls of cream, and people just helped themselves in little little dishes. They weren't, you know, you didn't have to fill up your plate. Probably not much bigger
1: oh yeah just a little, little dessert bit,
0: bowl yeah, yeah yeah, like those little dishes that they've got out on the table
1: was it very a glamorous occasion getting off the farm and going dressing up for this sort yes of it board? was it was what was your dress like what were you wearing
0: well for the now we had to dress up for special there were special occasions like if the junior chamber of commerce they were very um, outgoing out there. Now, if they held a function, they would have a function at a hotel. Now, you're expected to come out in... In finery. In yeah. finery. But the finery was totally different to the finery where we're wearing now. And most of yes. it was, you know, it was in the wintertime too. It was cold. Yep. And it was mostly street-length um, street, street length frocks with with a, a a style we used to call it. Oh, yes. It. Yep, yep, yep. And that's, that's what it was. And at the ball, were you, was it more evening wear? Were you yes, wearing it was. And gloves? Was that sort of function or not? No? Not for the ball. Yeah. It was just mainly for, I had my dress made for the yeah, tell for me the miss. Meso- what you got made? Yeah, I had, now in Stanthorpe, we used to have a beautiful dress boutique here called Clark's Fashion Centre. They organized the making of my ball dress through a, a little boutique in Brisbane called Marcia gowns and they were exquisite anything you got from Marcia gowns was just brilliant what's the color of the of the gown cream everything was always cream i never wore colored yeah. i never wore coloured things. And we always wore long gloves, never had little gloves, long gloves.
1: Yes. So I'm looking at a cream gown, Yes, but you have a v, um, neckline yes. and cap sleeves. That's right. And was it, it and came long in gloves. at the waist, didn't it? Did it yes, it came out? at the
0: waist, it did, and then went out. And the, the waist would have been, the, the it was full length dress, Yes. and it was done with tulle over taffeta wool. Yes, yes.
1: And you've got your sash too. Yeah, and I've got the sash. Now, awesome this photo was
0: done, was taken at a photographer, the only photographer we had here in up That was yes. Croston, Croston Studios.
1: And adoring your earrings, the earrings are very bling.
0: Tell me about your earrings. They, I'd lay, I, I was g- given those just to wear for the night. They're, they're not, I don't own them. And the Something lady said borrowed, to me, Ezra. yeah, she gave, them, she gave them to me to wear on the night and she said, I think you need these to, to wear these to complement the rest. See, notice I didn't have any other jewellery on. No, but you've r- also
1: got lace on your bodice. Yeah, and that's that's quite it. stunning. There's yes. a lovely dress of textures,
0: wasn't it? It was. It was beautiful. It was um yeah, it was sort of a tulle and everything at the waist, and the top was, oh, I can't remember what the top was. It was like a taffeta, yeah. but beautifully, like you had two or three fittings for it. And then when Mr. Croston took the photos, he took several photos so that he could have it right, and you had to make sure you were up straight.
1: Oh, yes, it's a fantastic posture, I'm going to. <laughs> it's an exquisite photo, an exquisite dress. How much money would that have cost you? It was
0: pounds then, so. Was well, so it? Did it feel rather expensive at yes, the it, time? It did. Yeah. I had never ever worn anything like that, and I'd never been to a ball in my life, so.
1: Well, you were 18. This was kind of your first ball,
0: wasn't it? Yes, it, it yeah. was. It was yeah. my first ball.
1: And was that an incredible experience for an 18-year-old girl live in the country?
0: And particularly one who'd led a shelter drive, brought up in an Italian custom family. Yeah. Very much so. Very much, very strict. <laughs> was it exciting as well as oh, I was honoured to think that I was asked to be the yeah. queen. That, that was it. And then the rest just happened. <laughs>
1: You also had an interview with um, the ball committee, didn't you, as an entrant? All the entrants were asked questions. Yes,
0: yes, we were. Do you remember
1: what Uh, you got um, asked?
0: You know, when Sputnik was flying around
1: in the, in the, you might, you got asked, Questions about the space rates? Yeah, we of did. course you did. I've, that's very pertinent to yeah, apple blossoms and, and, and farming. Yeah, it's because dead. it was
0: 1957, and it was about that time. And we were asked; <laughs> they were general knowledge questions. And I made sure that on the day before I went to the the judging, that I'd looked at the courier yeah. mail and had a look at what the headings were. So that I wasn't going to be caught out. So they
1: were very interested to see what you knew about current affairs.
0: Absolutely,
1: at the time. absolutely. What were they asking you about Sputnik? Because we are talking fifty-seven too. This is, you know, peak Cold War. You know, deep Cold War at yep. the time. So. Um, what other sort of questions were you getting about world affairs or current
0: affairs? Can um, you remember? And it could have been about a tennis player who who recently won the tournament, who won, it was to do with whoever the winner was of anything. Yeah. After the ball and after all this was over, 4BC was a radio station and they asked me to come and do a, an interview and it was done at one of the hotels here in Stanthorpe. Oh, marvellous. What did they ask you on 4BC? Oh, the same, the same. Same things. You really had
1: to scrub up on your Sputnik knowledge. We did the Sputnik
0: knowledge and and everything. Yep.
1: Fantastic. And did you go through deportment classes as well as an entrance
0: Yes, I I did. And and the, the way we did that, this lady who was responsible for having my frock made. She was organising us on how to present ourselves and she taught us how to walk and how to p- do a pivoting thing. You know, there's a special way of doing it. You have to know how to cross your leg, how to put your, your feet properly and you do like a pivot. And if you didn't do a drive, they'd say, could you do that again? It wasn't just all show. And so in doing
1: Deportment too, I'm
0: thinking at Dorothy the Farm Girl. Was this all very strange but oh, it was also fascinating? No, it was strange. It was <laughs> Was strange, and at the time it was fascinating. And I think what I keep saying to myself, I was honoured by the fact that they bothered to ask me because yes. having been led a very quiet life and yep. existence, just going to school and nothing else, yeah, quite an opportunity. An opportunity that's the word, both of those, yes.
1: Yep. And you were describing to me about once you were. You yeah, know, declared the Queen, it's actually what follows that too. There's yes, lots of functions yes, associated there were, with that. There army. were, and then you call it the office. I don't, your title, your title is probably the appropriate term. Yes. So you announced the Queen. This is October. What yes. sort of
0: things followed? What did you do? Uh, I then and my my winning prize was a trip to a South Mile Island for myself and a chaperone. So I went to South Mile Island for the first time, I had a big holiday.
1: Dorothy, that must have felt so, again, so glamorous. So and glamorous, it did. It did. The furthest you'd ever travel? Yes. Ah, oh, how
0: did you get to South Mole? How- well, we got, we had to catch a bus, a Greyhound bus to Brisbane. Brisbane. My sister and I stayed there the night. We had to get a taxi to the airport. Oh, you flew. Oh yes, we flew to South. You flew in the
1: fifties. Now that must have felt. Oh my goodness. That's a different type of air
0: travel. This isn't discount Airways. This (laughs) would have felt very much VIP. It was, and I think Mm. they all said, make sure you take a tablet, you know, in in case you get. Sick. Were you worried about flying? Were you scared? I'd never ever flown in my life. The most I knew was a bus trip on the ground. I didn't I never knew anything about Were you more excited then about doing it rather than scared? Yeah I was, yeah. There yeah, I was. And I had my sister with me. She was my chaperone. Yeah. So How old was your sister? Oh just well, what was I eighteen at the time? She would have been about in her twenties.
1: This was Papagallos going wild at, <laughs> at Sundays at <laughs> South Mill Did you do the snorkeling? Did you go on Bikes. No, I
0: can't swim. Ah, no, no. I sent you to an island, and you couldn't can't, swim. Couldn't
1: swim. Look, you don't need to swim to sunbake and that's no, okay. I, no, <laughs> I
0: didn't even have. I don't think I even had togs, or did I borrow togs? No.
1: And there's something quite lovely about your story that you got to go the wit Sundays to North Queensland, but your family actually came from North Queensland. That's where they eventually went when your father was coming out from Italy. Yeah. that's probably a wonderful segue to talk about where the Papagallo's came from. Tell me. Where they were from in Italy. Well, Dad was from Bari. And Bari is we were talking about sort of like the Achilles heel
0: Yeah, or, or, yeah well <laughs> Bari is, yeah, it's yeah. near better and, and on, it's on what you call that, is it the East Coast? I'm not sure. You have yes. to look at the map. Yeah, just and, above the heel. Yeah, yeah, the angle. That's, that's yeah. right. And then Mum came from, she came from Sicily. She was from that little, yeah. little island there. Did she they was,
1: meet up in
0: around Silkwood in
1: the spell? Did they meet no, in the No, that was a range. No, was a it was, it was arranged, arranged over too. there. No, it
0: was arranged. Everything so back was, home they were arranged marriage? Did it, they come it, out together? It was, it was totally arranged. It was, it was sad in a way because they really didn't know who they were being arranged with. You know, oh, it wasn't yes, that you so, go yep. out and all of that. It wasn't like the Australian way of yes. of meeting someone. Nothing yep. like that. At all. It was all arranged.
1: And so they came out to far north Queensland, around yes. that
0: Innisfail Silkwood, Silkwood area. Silkwood area, yeah. correct. Cutting cane. Dad was cutting cane. Mum, I don't know what mum did, she she took in like domestic work like ironing and that for, oh, and yes. doing a bit of mending for where people needed some mending done.
1: And a lot of the Italian families decided, hey, let's go. We've done far north Queensland. Why don't we get a little bit frosty and come down to Scranesville? What was
0: the ideas behind that? Maybe because they probably weren't earning enough money up north and they decided that the southern part of Stample yes. had, had the territory for them to work on, like had yep. the right background for them to start a farm of some kind because yes. that's how it all started.
1: Yeah. And so approximately when did your parents say settle in Ballandine, what sort of eat yeah. y- I mean, years? Was
0: it the end of World War Two? Yes. Yeah. Yes, of so course. Post-war. Moment. Yeah. Post. Yeah. It was post-war. Yeah, absolutely. How many siblings did you have? There were six of us in the family, and there were five girls yep. and one boy. Were you the youngest? No. Um, yes, I, I was the second youngest at the time. But then my two younger sisters came later. Isabel was born in 1950. Mary was 1945.
1: Ah, okay. So you were quite older when they were born. Yes. Yeah, almost like a second family. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, your sister as well, she had her time as Queen. So this is a family yes, of Yes, this is
0: right. This is Isabel. Yes. She, hers was different again. Hers was probably a little bit more off market, wasn't it? When I say off market, it was totally different. Yeah. And their prize... Yeah, your festival, 1957,
1: it was, brand, it was still very new. It was yeah. new,
0: particularly that it was at the end. It was in... The, um, the fundraising was all throughout the time when I was asked, and and yes. the, the queens were confirmed as nominees. Then that went through right to the to October of yes. that year when I when I was crowned, and she was Miss Delicious. No, no, no. Miss Delicious, Miss Delicious, Miss Delicious. No, After the apples, nothing up about here. it. <laughs> She maybe she was, I don't know. Yeah, she was the Apple and Grape Queen, yeah. For my title as a a fundraiser, I was Miss Orchards and they all had different names like Miss Rugby League, Miss... Whatever whatever they were. Isabel yeah, and Miss
1: Delicious, that was named after the varieties of apples that are still so popular today. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. And that was where you and Isabel sort of bookend a major change. We had Back to Stanthorpe Week in 54. It was a roaring success. What? Hey, let's get them back here for the Apple Blossom Festival. But I just want to flag there's a backstory to the Apple Blossom. There's decades of tourism just associated with that very flowering period. People would keep their eyes on the paper to know it's apple blossom time. It yet Get here. So to make a festival seemed a very logical conclusion to mm. so many decades just talking about you have to visit the area for the flowers. Yeah. You were the third year, so 55 was the
0: first apple blossom ball. Yes, 50. Yeah, no, I was, yeah, that's right, 55 would have been... It would have been the first. Yes. That's right, because that was the year that Ray Mann, she yep. was the first queen. Okay, yeah. And then I came along and she she crowned She crowned that. They never had crowning. Yes, you didn't have crowns. No crowns. It was so So sad. we're talking beyond the crown, but I should be saying, this is before the crown. Before the crown. That's the crown. Was sash. That sash, that Ray, Ray, Ray put that sash on me at the, on the night.
1: You have a wonderful turn of phrase for that, don't you, between queens? Yes. She sashed you.
0: She sashed me. <laughs> (laughs) Ray sash me.
1: (laughs) Did you get to sash someone?
0: I did. I think it was the the following year. I think it was Gwen Furness. Uh
1: Aha, yes. Now, did Gwen have a crown? I think she was crowned. I'm not
0: sure. She might have been crowned. I'm not sure. I didn't do that. We're going to take that to Gwen later on, I think, to fact check Yeah, you do. Yeah, you question. Yeah, the crowns came later, didn't they? They did,
1: very much later. It was always about the sash in the 50s. That's right. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> By the time Isabel was also being an entrant, why do you think that we had to move from like an apple blossom festival
0: because to
1: apple and great harvest festival? Yeah, because I there was that.
0: nothing. What People weren't going to come to Stanford just to see the apple blossom. That didn't...
1: Was there a big change with oh, that? Oh, of course. It came yeah. later on yes. when
0: the Queen's... There was harvesting then. They could go and buy fruit from a the farm. They could pick the fruit themselves. Well, what could they get with apple blossom? Nothing.
1: And while it was pretty, you're right, there was nothing to buy. There was no there was produce. nothing to buy. They couldn't yeah. buy blossom. So, yes. they, so yeah. that was one
0: of the reasons why the committee then, whoever was in charge of all this, they decided that they had to move it on. Yep.
1: Yeah. And yeah. someone who was a... Well, by this stage you were definitely a working girl when your sister was involved, but seeing that change too, knowing you were a farm that was very much the mix of apple and stone fruit with grapes, did you like to see that change of apple and grape harvest
0: festival? Um... Because the apples came from the northern end of the district, the grapes came from the southern end. That,
1: that was a big change you saw too from the 50s yes, to 60s, yes. was And, even if, oh, and 18, then
0: after a while, I think the, the weather changes and I think the, the, the climatic conditions altered where the apples were performing better. Were they performing better at, on the northern side, which they were, where the yep. grapes was performing better on the southern side.
1: Yes, and then yep. that transition in the 60s, especially the late 60s, and we'll hear about that from the Baglisi family. Yes, you will. Where the grapes were starting to get off the table and into the wine bottle. That's and right. And they were starting to do things on a marvelous scale internationally. They,
0: they were. Yeah, they were. And Angelo was one of the. He was one of the first.
1: Yes. Yes. Absolutely pioneers. And yes, he was. Yes. Yeah, entrepreneurs too in regard. I want to talk to you about it, you being career girl. You were working at the Ballandine Post Office but with Telephone the, exchange. Yeah, the Ballandine yeah, Telephone, telephone exchange.
0: exchange. It's all in the same building, yeah. All right? in the same building but it was the telephone exchange, the post office was a separate half to the building.
1: We've got to make sure that is, you know,
0: we've got to demark
1: those you got to... Exactly. De- 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 <laughs> with the Ballandine Telephone Exchange, you were the woman behind connecting people. This yes, is literally a time where you had to put the jacks into the right connection. Of course yeah. you did. Can you describe that a bit more to us? I think yes. we've lost that to
0: sort of connect- okay. literally that connection yeah. <laughs> in this case. So what would happen is they had a generator, and a little one, and they turn the handle, which would then drop a shutter, we'd call it a shutter, on, we had a panel with, with numbers 1 to 100. Anyway, so once that number came down, it was your business to answer that call as quickly as you could. You never kept them waiting. Yes, yes. Never. Yep. And they'd say to you, uh, I need to make a call to, say, um, let's we'll say the fruit agent in Stanthorpe. Yep. In Brisbane, they'd have to give you the number and you'd have to make the call and connect it. And when we say, there were two ways, like you're talking to them on one side of the line, but you're, you're using the other half of the plug to connect them to where they wanted to go.
1: And now that's the farm girl getting off the farm. You're starting to become a bit of a career girl at this time. Yes, I was. I'd Are you really school. keen
0: to leave the farm and farming? Yes, I, yes I, I, I was. It was a bit apprehensive at first because I went to Brisbane, you know, the capital of Queensland, and there was nothing. I, you know, I was a bit nervous about it. We had to do shift work in the telephone exchange and you'd finish at night, yeah. like 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock.
1: And when and, you say you went to Brisbane, that's because the Ballandine telephone exchange became, became automated. automated so where were you working physically in Brisbane? Where were you located? In Elizabeth Street. Oh, you were
0: opposite, the here. Yes, right opposite oh, yeah. to but Elizabeth Street, the back end of Elizabeth Street that almost faced at Saint Stephen's Cathedral. Oh yes. Yeah. It, and okay. Elizabeth Street there. Yeah. And I was there for a long time and then things changed there and, yes. and then the changed How many years were you with essentially telecom? Well I started in fifty fifty five and I finished in Probably 30. You think you're there in 30 years? Yes, I would have been because I was at Ballantyne. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, yeah. There were other people there as, probably as long as me, not longer, yeah. that it stayed. It sounds like you had a great long career with them. You really enjoyed it? I did. Yeah. I did, and then it changed. It went from that... The telephony part disappeared because, remember, it's like now you can pick up your phone, you make your own calls now. Yes. But we were no longer needed then. We weren't required. And
1: there's something... Like lovely about how we exchange mobile phone numbers now and yes. I'm just hearing about how your career started out in that industry. Yeah. Yep. It's fascinating, the
0: changes.
1: And look, you've come back to retire about 12 years ago, a little yes, bit. Because I came back here to stand yeah. to, This is
0: where I was born anyway and I decided I needed to come back here.
1: Yeah. What sort of things have stayed the same over all this time,
0: especially around Ballandine that you've noticed? Ballandine hasn't probably progressed all that far, but the the shops, there's only one shop left where there were two shops. So the shop, the main little shop where people get their papers and bread and whatever, it's still progressive and the other... The little other, general store. The little general yeah. store. The other thing that's progressive is the post office yeah. and then there's... Um, I would say the I not don't, I don't think they call it, I don't know what they call the station. See, in those days, when the trains had come through, the station master had, it was a station master, he had a big role to play. You That's know, been a major change, hasn't oh, it? Oh, major. Some
1: things have stayed
0: the same, yet railways have been a, a huge change. In a this huge area. change. Then road travel took yes. place, and know, became road transport then.
1: So describe the Papagallos, you want to get your apples or your table grapes or both onto a train to get to Brisbane, to the markets. Yes. What did that look like?
0: How we had special cases, we call them cases because that's all they were, they were timber. You had to buy your timber either from a sawmill, put your order in in the wintertime and just say you want how many um, hundred cases of um, cases for either be fruit or grapes, they were totally different. And that's what we did. Then in those months, because there was nothing doing, we'd make the case that they only gave you the timber. Yes. yes. And we had to make them and that's using a hammer and, and nails. Yeah.
1: And, and you then, didn't have a label per yeah. se, you had a stencil? We had a farm. stencil, that's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so how would you get it from your farm to the station?
0: Well, if the it wasn't a law, lo- if it wasn't a big load, my brother would take it in a truck. We had a truck at yep. home, like we call it a truck. But if not, the road, the transport around the local transport around, say Ballandine, they'd come up and pick up your fruit, yeah, right, and take it to the depot where the big road transport would pick it up the next that night or the next morning and offer to go to the markets. And the markets were in Rockley.
1: And if you were coming up to the station, you'd have to get in, booked in with the station mm-hmm. master. Yeah. To at the train station, so yeah, how but we
0: never sent our fruit. Ever, after a while, we sent our fruit by road, the train was too slow,
1: and, and that's something you had to consider too. You didn't absolutely. want fruit to spoil, on no, the train. that was
0: the other thing, yeah, that was the other yep. thing you had to. And as time went on, some of those varieties of fruit had to be there, you had to get them there fairly quickly, yes, like your grapes, you had to make sure otherwise, if you didn't get your fruit there, well, let it rot on the way. So, and there was all that, all that, because you had to pick your fruit at a certain time so that they were edible by the time they got to the markets. Yes.
1: And I want to take you back now to when you were an entrant and all that sort of activity that you're involved with. You're in a film. We have two filmmakers, two Italian blokes, and we've got Dick De Luca and Ross and Phillips. Tell me about that film that you starred in. They made black and white silent films. Yes, Yes. And
0: it, it, they they did it all. They organised it. They just say come through that door or knock on the door and do something. They 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 did all that. They I don't know what they did, but they recorded. They recorded all of those actions.
1: Did you ever get to see the film?
0: Yes, I think I did. It was silent. It was a silent movie. Just say yeah. it was silent.
1: Now one of the Ballandine families might just have a digitised copy of these so Thank Dorothy course. if I get my hands on it we're going to relive your film brief but
0: <laughs> I don't know <laughs> who, no, there wouldn't be anyone I there know, in wow. Ballandine oh, left I don't think that would know um, i don't think horace horace was too young he didn't come to santham till he was older yep. uh the only other one would have been the Supposes, and there's only there's only one left whether and wh- whoever you're going to get the data from they might be able to tell
1: you look if the piglesies don't know it it's not worth No. Knowing. so we'll see what the piglesies know <laughs> that's when you also with the films, I'm just were they like comedies, were it was it a bit of drama, oh, no. murder mystery? Yeah, I no, have no, no idea, no, no. but you, you nailed walking in that door, right? Yes, <laughs> yes. It was all comedy. And we have a bit of a film heritage here at um, the Granite Belt with Charles Chauvel, who was a famous yes. pioneer in yes. film. So it's lovely, like you were describing DeLuca and Sapupo were
0: really like one they were amateurs but they, they did they everything. Were, they they were amateurs and, yeah. and because they they were probably the first to they're really experimenting around with yes it, experiment on that yeah. sort of thing and, and achieve it as well yeah yeah.
1: it sounds like also too a wonderful insight into that 1950s life has been captured so it's really great that we still have that it is. I'm fingers crossed that we've still got it more news to come on that yes, yes. we got carried away a bit yeah. earlier yeah. what other sort of things once you've been you know announced as the Queen you had duties associated oh, yes, with that so announcement but,
0: yes you but, came back from South Mole Island yes, with a and, tan. Yes. What happened next? Then when, when you got, got back, there were things that they might have put you on a committee. You were probably getting ready for the next the next Apple because it was yearly. Yeah. Um, they, they put you, they'd use you as a committee for fundraising for anything uh, or judging. There was, the CWA was very prolific in those days. And you
1: were a member of CWA yeah, too? Yeah, I was a younger yes. set, CWA. Where
0: CWA, was your
1: CWA?
0: At Ballandine. Ah, nice.
1: Younger out
0: of the hall as well? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Youngest member? Younger set it was called, the younger set. We were the youngest. We had a well, young team. Set. A younger set. <laughs> and, and we and it was good because we attracted the younger ones mm-hmm. to come and we helped with the fundraising. We helped the old oldies with the fundraising and with the functions they used to put on. A flower show at the end of probably about October, November of the year and they would like us to help was either set up the tables or wait on people or give brochures out. There was a lot of that. Yeah. And, and even for the dancers, we'd even give out, uh, we'd even sell tickets at the at the window. Yeah, we organised all that. But even having a role in CWA, how important was that to you? It, in was, in a it was important because if not, you lived this sheltered life at home and I didn't want that. I wanted to be out there and see what, what yeah, what life was all about and staying home wasn't doing it. Yes. Uh, and how, did you keep your CWA membership yep. even while you are in Brisbane? Yes, I did. Of marvel. Uh, yeah, I did. And then it changed. And, and, as, and then it became, um, I then joined the Lioness movement. Ah, uh, yeah, so like Brisbane Lions but with the Lioness? With the Lioness, yes. that's right. Yeah. And I was and very is, involved in that. What was your role with that? What sort of things did you do? I was secretary one year. I was president another year. What's yeah.
1: some of the most rewarding things you've done through those roles, either CWA or but the CWA, the
0: yeah, not, yeah, The CWA was a big thing. I was also in the YCW. I was in Junior Farmers. You yeah. name it, Dorothy was in there. What was Junior Farmers? Junior Farmers just it was a group of just young people belonging to orchards or whatever, and we were just like fundraising there yeah. as well and we had meetings with different different ones as well
1: there's been a, a thread with your story about wanting that social connection not wanting to be
0: you know to stop the isolation I I did I yes. did I couldn't stand that I couldn't stand if I had to stay at home for the rest of my life it just wasn't wasn't me at all and having started work that was another music being an Italian like, even though I was born here, you were still classified as Italian and the Italians were against, say, mum and dad sending me. They didn't send me. I offered it. I went to work. Yeah. Yeah, and I worked then right from the from the time I was at the Ballantyne Telephone Exchange right through the time I retired in Brisbane.
1: Was that ever a difficult conversation to have with mum and dad that you no. wanted to work? No. No, they were always No, supported. I just did what I wanted to do and told them I'm doing it. Don't mess with the 50 No, queen. don't <laughs> she was a go-getter. We're talking about what's changed and what's stayed the same. I think the isolation of working on a farm and that yearning for social connection, that's still the same right yes, now in 2021. it is. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> And I think there's, what we're seeing here is, with things like junior farms, it might not be called that now, but we have I our don't version even know of it that, that there is Yeah, we've got got similar things, but also there's still a harvest festival. There's ways to involve our regional rural youth. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, totally. And how important that is, I think. Yes. Mm -hmm. But something for you too, working girl Dorothy, you would still come back to the farm in February. Yes, I did. And you were picking grapes. I did. Yeah, you would always be
0: supporting the family. (laughs) Yeah, because rather than recruit someone or employ someone, my brother would say, we're starting to pick grapes in say February, can you take some time off? And I'd take three weeks or yep. however long it was, and just help. That's all.
1: When you're talking to your boss at work, was that a strange thing to be saying? Don't want time off at Christmas. I've got to do picking in February. <laughs>
0: I'd, no, I'd organise. You, you, you could say when you wanted your holidays, yep, okay. and I would say because I knew that 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 was coming up, the February bit. I just put my name down for February. That's yeah. all. I didn't have to say.
1: And wh- how long did the family farm stay with the
0: family? Right through until the very end, until Dad died and until my brother died and then a good And
1: you were talking about the difference between your brother. You're, you describe your brother as the farmer, but your dad was more the manual guy, the yeah, maintainer. He
0: was, but then... He then stepped back as uh, I think as all dads did because then they couldn't keep up and then the younger one would take over. And all farms were the same. All farmers had that grown up son there and they would take over.
1: So your family farm, it is not now in the Papagallo family. What now is the current site used for? Well,
0: that winery. So
1: it's, it's part
0: winery and a part accommodation now, isn't it? I think so, because yeah. you come over the Accommodation Creek Bridge and you turn left, yeah. and if you travel up that road, that's our farm, and it's whatever, whatever he's turned into, winery yeah. and probably a bit of a, the, the accommodation there as well. And there's
1: a metaphor there, I think, with some of the changes we've seen with the Apple yeah. and Grape Harvest Festival, yes. how we've got more into celebrating the wine heritage in yes. area. Yes. So yes. even, yeah, I'm talking to you. We've discovered actually the changes have gone that way as yeah, well, Yeah, they have.
0: interesting. And, and yeah. I think they had to change. You couldn't stay. You'd stagnate otherwise. Yes. And then you'd hear all the other areas on the news. You know, even down south, they're very progressive yep. on those farms there. So. And we talked about the great varieties that
1: were on your farm. Yes. What apple varieties and stone fruit varieties were you growing? Okay, well,
0: for apples, we'd have delicious, Gravenstein uh, and... What is that? Delicious. And Granny Smith's. No pink ladies? I don't think the pink ladies no yeah. pink ladies weren't were around. They might have been starting to come up, but they True. weren't around. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you never
1: yeah. exported, it always went to Rockley to the markets. Yes, for it you? did. Domestic markets? Yes, yeah.
0: always. Yeah. Did you ever sell locally as well? They weren't interested in it very much and we didn't we didn't sell locally. We'd send to Sydney.
1: We, yeah. had, we had
0: agents down there yeah. uh, and we'd send, that was by road transport. There was no other way but to yes. send that, that, yeah. those goods by road.
1: Yeah. The
0: train wasn't quick enough or wasn't safe enough, I don't think. And stone fruit, what sort of things were you growing? Yeah, we, were, we had fruit? plums, peaches, apricots, that was it, and grapes. That's yeah. all we ever, ever had. Do you remember the varieties for the yes. stone fruit? Yeah, the plums were Wilson plums, Santa or, um, Roses, um, that was all I think there was. Yeah. And then the peaches were Golden Queens. Um. And
1: for those at home, Golden Queens are your typical variety for tin peaches? Yes, they yeah. are. Yeah. yeah. And so bottom, Golden Queens, what else ones did you um, have?
0: Oh, wait a minute. Mayflowers was another one. Mayflower Ooh, peach. Oh,
1: that's an old variety now yeah. by today's standards. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I just... I, I, and apricots? They, yeah, apricots, they were just apricots. They, just apricots. Just, they were just apricots, <laughs> the poor things, they didn't have a...
1: And did your family have, as an Italian family, did you have any tradition about preserving
0: yes, what you grew? We did at home, Mum and like we taught ourselves how to do preserves in the big preserving bottles which were yeah. just a bit higher More than yeah. these yeah. and they were round and we just did just enough for us as mum would say for the winter and that would see us through. We didn't have to buy tin fruit or anything because it was all preserved and it was in glass. Um, not Pyrex, I had brass bottle, they had to be boiled. You oh, to like a boil- uh, fowler's
1: because. That's it? Yeah. That's it, you got yeah. It there. Yeah. So that was, would there be a big family, I'm going to call it the cook off, but you could have a preserving sort of weekend where you just yep. stuck it and did it? Yep. Yeah, we did because yep. my
0: brother would say, bring home, he said, i bringing home Satan. So would say you use the term the Golden Queen Peaches? Yeah. Now, if you want to start bottling those, I'll have them in for you by whatever day. Yes,
1: yep. And I'm just thinking, take me to the packing shed. The papagallas are in there getting everything ready in the crates. What was the sort of noise or the smell? Oh, just
0: the textures of the place. Well, you had to watch if you're allergic to pictures. Remember, they're full of fluff. And that was another thing you had to watch because they'd be sneezing and carrying on. And then we weren't as up-to-date as a lot of farmers. Our grading system was a manual thing, and my sister would have to turn the handle on the grader to because they all had to be sectioned off all these grade well, the yes. slots. because you're
1: actually so, rolling apples along and that's then, they, right. fell and then they fell through slot. the
0: slot. Yeah, and that's, that's their size then. And the yes. same with the peaches, the same with anything. Did you have to dip the apples in
1: wax to pack? Were you doing that? No, so were, we were doing that, And so were you to singing? Watch. Was there a radio playing? Was there just a lot of noise oh, and no. bringing in lots of apples grinding away on no, the apple ground? No, no, nothing like that. No, no, just heads down, bums up, hey? Yeah. Head down.
0: yeah that's well, And talk. They used to do a lot of talking. That this a mem- gossip session? Yes, yeah, yeah, go- going down memory lane, Yeah, gossip session.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so when you're talking talking as well, we're talking Italian. You would be speaking Italian with all of your family
0: in the shed. In Sicilian I could. I was more Sicilian. I
1: didn't get that
0: right. It's Sicilian. Yes. It's Sicilian. I wasn't I wasn't of Italian extraction much, where the Sicilian part came from mum and then we yes. learned to improve on that and we just spoke Sicilian (laughs) to to Mum. Dad was different, he spoke a different dialect as well.
1: I think, and I've just demonstrated how we forget that. Yes, it's so easy just to say Italian now because you download the app and learn Italian, but we're talking dialects, it's 1950s. Yes, thank you for the clarification. were you getting others into the shed as
0: well? Was this a fan, more a family affair? No, we did get others because sometimes if the crop is a heavy crop, you had to get rid of that fruit yes. as quickly as you could. Were so, you all helping each other across? Yeah, the we months? were as much as we could because remember we we're going to school or where we were working. Yes. The yes. other thing we do, Dad would employ uh, what do we call them. That they were temporary people that would be passing through the district and want, want jobs. And if we knew they had some experience, Dad would recruit two or three of those. Yes. To help because you had to, otherwise you'd lose you'd lose your crops.
1: Now look, no one's going to be surprised to hear that you're still volunteering. You're in your eighties and I just think that's amazing. I met you through your role at Vinnie's. I had to catch <laughs> you on your day there at Vinnie's. So you're volunteering still to this day, and I'm not surprised after hearing CWA Junior Farmers and then Lions Come Lioness programs too that you're involved with. That's right.
0: Why do you love, you know, the role of a volunteer? I I just love the mixing with people like I did, as though it was years ago, and I enjoyed that at Finney's. I only do one day a week there, and... I do a whole day and the lady who recruited me she was lovely she said look you know you'd enjoy this and i i do it has its changes too it's changed over the years changed leaders changed everything but i still enjoy going there i find it as an outlet i'm meeting different ones if you walked into the shop and you'd say oh look i'm just passing through stanthorpe and i just want to know what you had for sale in your boutique and you would be suitably impressed yeah very and it's kept to a very very high degree of professionalism there there's no monkey business in it. how important
1: are volunteers in a rural community how important yeah they're very important
0: very important how would you describe it well I, for a start you'd have to employ think of them they have to be able to mix with people, either talk or just mix or, and be more extra helpful. You can't stand there with your arms crossed or hands behind your back. Yeah. That's the sort of thing that. You have to be able to do. As mum used to always say, you force yourself if you can't, you force yourself to talk. And I'd say to you, if you called in, uh, are you a local? No, you'd say, well, where are you from? Are you passing through? And you'd tell me. Yep. And that's enough to get you going. And you've already looked at the boutique. We were on two levels. Yes. And the girl who does all the planning and puts everything in place, it's just class.
1: And for you, what are your rewards for you being a volunteer? You hinted at again that social connection. What else do you love about
0: it? It's more social, I'd say, more than yeah. anything. Just meeting people, um, just getting to know where they're from, displaying interest in where, where they, you know, where they come from. Uh, are they passing through? Are they staying? And just talking about things in general. Have they been around the district? For example, have they been to Angelo's? Have they been to Sapulpos? Have they been to Delucas? Yeah, any of those places.
1: What do you want to say to people like from Brisbane or South East Queensland about coming up here to see
0: it? I either suggest you go to a, what well, would I call it, a tourist, a tourist information centre and yep. find out when is the best time to come and visit Stanthorpe, because there's times and not, you know, not and not good times either. Yeah, yeah. So if they went to an information centre, they should be directed the distance, what accommodation facilities Stanthorpe's got, yeah. um, and things are they're not, you yeah. know, glowing at the moment. The eateries, what's yeah. around, yeah, that's all the things that they should be able to find out before they leave.
1: What do you think makes Stanthorpe special as a place to visit?
0: i'd I say the personalities, the the create the interest in the town itself. It's it's a marvellous. It's got a lot of history and a lot of. Um, Which yeah, I'd say history and it's and it's like it's got your, like it's a lot of fruit growing, um, any kind of industry, is there yes. and like and wineries. Wineries are heading heading leading the field now, like at, at, in your direction. People go to all those wineries. Oh, absolutely, yes. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of those. And you've got to know. It's best to find out from somewhere from either a tourist bureau and just say, where are the wineries? Can I do them in a day or do I have to stay? Or they, they need to find all that out because there's a lot of driving. They all come off different branches of the road. There's the Texas Road, the, the, the Sundown Road. There's interesting interest in places in all of those directions.
1: Now, what advice would you give to our current young ambassadors who are fundraising for the festival in
0: 2022? Well, to, for a start, they have to have a good working committee yes. and make sure they're aware of what the people's interests are. It's no good putting on something uh, that's not going to appeal to any, anyone. Yeah. Is find out, check all that out first and then go about and, and see if you can pick a date. And that's another thing. Pick a date that's a suitable date to all of to all the districts to come along. Yeah,
1: it's gonna be an interesting few months in the lead up to March. It, yeah. it is,
0: it is always interesting and it's a big thing and you'll see when they have a they have a procession through the main street and it's it's lovely, like it's all led by vehicles and and the queens are on a float of their own, the apple all the, the apple queen herself or the apple queen, Miss Apple well she's not Miss Apple Blossom anymore, but the Queen and plus all the contestants. Yes. They could be on the same we'll call it a float because it's usually attached to a truck.
1: Yes, yes and the big parade. <laughs> and the big parade. And when we, we moved to young ambassadors in what I call the noughties in the year 2000s and now we have, you know, men and women who are now involved with that process. What do
0: you think about that as a form of With men? Yeah. Well it's unusual it's unusual and I sort of admire someone who's got the I won't use the word to, <laughs> the G word to get up and have a go. Yeah. And sometimes they're not successful because they probably lack that. Because we, I don't think we've had a winner yet, but, but they may even lack that spontaneity. It's, what is the spontaneity or yeah. to be out there because it's not something they've done, but it's there.
1: Yeah. And not, if there's any young people who are listening to this who are kind of curious about what it means to be a young ambassador for future years. I mean, I think you're
0: going to say, yes,
1: give it a go. So, give it a go. But I'm going to throw it over to you. What, what's your pep talk for anyone who might be on the fence about, you know, Give it a go. You, yeah. There's
0: plenty of information centres you can go to and give it a go because you've got nothing to lose, only the time that you're spending creating the fundraising and who, who the, um, the if, what, are, what should I say, the reason for fundraising, who that money's going to. Yeah. Because when I was... When I was the queen, it was for an ambulance. The yes, amb-
1: you've raised money for charities. We so did I know raise- it's changed now. It has. It's, it's it has. literally raising money to get the festival
0: running. But, yes, who was your charity? The ambulance. Aha. Uh-huh. And yeah, okay. And they only had, at the time, ambulance vehicles were very, very scarce. And when, when we raised money for them, they put another ambulance vehicle on the road and no,
1: and, wow. I, and I had to, that's a very direct it is. relationship. Yes, between it is. your efforts and something
0: for the community. Yes, yeah. and I remember they had a function, and I had to give them the keys to the new ambulance. Well, that's Mum says to me, "You spoke so softly. I don't think anyone heard what you said." <laughs> I was nervous. <laughs> Mothers fun, will always give yeah, constructive raising. criticism. But <laughs> this was the only way that they could raise the money. The ambulance the, the wasn't going to be given the vehicle from the government or anything like that. So yes, yeah, such a different time, is Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not sure now. I don't know have the ambulance...
1: It's, it's different. It's totally different. Absolutely, yes. Now we pay with our levies through that's, that's our... It. Payment system. I can't remember how I'm paying for it, but I know I pay for ambulance, and I think that's a really good thing to make sure. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah. Dorothy, Mm -hmm. I want to say a massive thank you. I, I just feel like this is a completely underrated way of saying thank you, but this has been fantastic being able to talk to you today. About 1957 and the time that you spent in that role and being an entrant as well. Yeah. But also speaking about your life and in general about the community. Thank you so much for joining Beyond the Crown. But in your case, I'm going to say before we had the crown. <laughs> That's it's been a right. pleasure. Today. That's
0: right. Absolutely. Look, pleasure. it's been a pleasure meeting you too, and I've enjoyed it. And I thought, what am I going to say? This was all I kept thinking. Oh, what was she going to say? Yeah, <laughs> what was she going to say? What is she going to ask me? Oh. But it's been great. The venue's been good. It hasn't deterred you in any, there's not too much noise. Oh, how You've good were the it.
1: scones too? And the, <laughs> <laughs> Most importantly, the scones were fantastic here at Lily's on
0: the Yeah, coffee. Yeah, they are and I really do thank you very much and I just hope we can sort still, still keep in touch somehow.
1: Oh, we are, yeah. Yeah, we are. Yes. We've now exchanged phone numbers. I'm, you know, party girl line <laughs> from the Balladine Telephone Exchange. Oh. We're staying in touch. But thank you so much for talking to Beyond yes. the Crown today. This has been a delight. And I'm really looking forward to meeting more of the 1950s contingent. Yes. In the near future. Thank you so oh, much for joining okay. me today. It's my
0: pleasure, More than a pleasure.
1: <laughs> On the next episode of Beyond the Crown, let's get sashed in 1959.
0: But you know, Lou, in those days we didn't have our hair done or anything. We didn't have makeup done or hair done. You know, it was, yep. it was really natural.
1: Meet Gwen Furness, now Gwen Gloins, the queen of the 1959 Apple Blossom Festival. Beyond the Crown has been made possible by the Regional Arts Development Fund, RADF and it is a partnership between the Queensland Government and the Southern Downs Regional Council to support local arts and culture in regional Queensland.